Okay, thanks. Hey, John, could you start us off by uh, de describing uh, Tony Pollard's 100-yard uh, return, just uh, how it set up, what you saw there, how it was executed? Yeah, I think – here, I'm just kind of getting settled in my office. Um, we, we talked about it at halftime, so we came out and we had a pretty good idea what we wanted to do. And to be honest with you, the blocking execution and the way Tony ran the track of kind of how he drew it up was outstanding. Malik, Malik Turner had a great block, um, who was our left tackle. Uh, Izzy Mukwamu, who we just got activated for the game because of a couple of things happening, made a really smart block. Uh, and Tony did a great job of running it. And I was really proud of him because we worked really hard on kickoff return to to – get to the end zone. You know, we've had a couple where we've got past the 50, but we talked about how can we finish it. And um, it was really cool to see all the pieces come together, penalty free, a lot of strain in, and Tony getting free was um, was worth a lot of work. Craig, what happened on the missed field goal and the missed PA2 there from – from uh, Greg? The first one, the missed PAT, he really just kind of jumped at it. He kind of just snapped on it fast, and he just pulled it a little bit. Uh, he was maybe a little bit amped up. And then on the 59-yarder, it was one of his best hits, he said, of his career as far as, like, contact. Snap and hold were perfect. He said he nailed the sweet spot. And the ball was just in the air a long time on a 59-yarder, and it started out middle, middle left, and just at the end drifted left, but – um, he's kind of dumbfounded because he said, Coach, it was one of my best hits of my career. So it was really unfortunate because, I mean, he had that thing dialed in and he hit it perfect just in the air a long time and he just just pulled left at the last second. Pulling left has kind of been a common thread in a lot of Greg's misses. How do you view that? View that? Is that coincidental or is that uh, a signal of uh, something mechanical? Or how, how do you, what do you, what do you make of that? Yeah, I think that any time a kicker misses it right, I think they're aiming it, and they're not really, like, swinging at it. So when Greg misses left, to me, it's, you know, you don't want to miss, but it's a good sign because he's not he's not kind of swinging at it shyly. You know, he, he takes a rip at it, and that's when he's at his best is when he swings at it. So I'm more concerned about a miss right, which tells me, like, he didn't swing at it. He was aiming it. He was kind of babying it. But when he misses left, you know, it, that happens. And, you know, at least he's swinging at it. And the PAT, he just jumped on it quick and he just torqued it kind of fast. But um, you don't want any misses. But, you know, just for the swing purpose, you, you want to miss left compared to a miss right if you're talking about misses. One, one more question on the kickoff return. Uh, you mentioned Izzy's block. He was kind of on the other side of the field before he ran all the way across and then got to 24 to help steal that edge. Is that what he's supposed to do? Is he supposed to reach that point to, to make that block, or is that just him staying active and finding work? Yeah, I think um, without diving too much into the details of it, I'd say it was a very, very instinctive, um, outstanding hustle play. You know, some things we talk about um, – trying to be sensitive about <laughs> about the whole the whole bits and pieces of the schematics but um for a guy who's a rookie who's only played in the second game to have the instincts and awareness 
to do what he did is a credit to his attentiveness in meetings um, and practice habits. Um, so I'm, I'm really proud of him for that because it was, it was it was pretty awesome. Whether it was part of the design, um, the opponents will have to kind of figure that out. Did you have a 10 on the field for one of those field goals? Uh, for one of our field goal attempts? No, for one of their field goal attempts. We we had no, we had we had ten on the field one time for one of their punts because one of our young guys wasn't paying attention and I we took care of that. I think that Sean. I think he ran off late, maybe. It might have been Sean, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We, there was just a little bit of a substitution miscommunication, which I can do a better job of. Tony uh, what can you discern from that uh, altercation on the sideline? He's banged up as it is. How does that affect you with how much you, will, you can or will use him as a kick returner? Sorry, guys, you both asked the question at the same time. I'll start with um, the gentleman who asked about the altercation on the sideline. From my perspective, you know, um, Kelvin Joseph was blocking their gunner. And as far as I could see, you know, sometimes boys will be boys and they're just roughhousing. But from my understanding, there wasn't any punches thrown, and I never got information to me why there was an ejection. It didn't sound like either guy threw a punch. It was definitely a little bit of a old-fashioned brouhaha with you know on their sideline. So I didn't get any more information from the refs or coach on why there was an ejection. So maybe you guys can help me out with that. So I'm still not really sure. With, with, uh, I'm sorry about that earlier, but with Tony Pollard and his involvement in the run game, um, it, with Zeke knees banged up, how does that impact how much you can or will use him as a kick returner going forward? I think it does have a little bit of an impact. Um, Tony's really smart. You know, when he has an offensive series coming up, it has to be the right kickoff return for him to bring that one out. Um, but I really believe Tony loves returning kickoffs. We sure love having him do it. So, you know, that's that's his job whenever he wants it. But I think he's really cognizant of, hey, if I have a series coming up on offense, this has to be the right kick for me to bring this ball out. And if Zeke's going to start this drive on offense, well, then I can be a little more aggressive, you know, bringing it out maybe a little bit deeper. So he's just a really valuable, I mean, really football instinctive and football smart player I'm talking about, Tony. Um, and you just trust his decision-making to the most. At least I do, and my assistant coach Daniels does. He's just a um, really headsy, locked-in guy all the time. He was a really effective kickoff returner in college. I was just curious how you graded him coming out uh, when you were with, in L.A. Yeah, I definitely remember him because uh, Daryl Henderson, the other running back there, we, they ended up drafting in L.A., but um, – yeah, Tony had, I think he had eight kickoff returns for touchdown. I think one got called back. But when I was grading him, he had the most special teams participation reps of maybe anybody I graded in the last five to ten years, maybe other than one other guy. I'm talking about he was a gunner on punt. He was a kickoff cover guy. He obviously was our kickoff returner. And he was playing on punt return all the time like as a blocker. So his when I was looking at him, his value was – way more than a kickoff return. I mean, he was a four-phase guy every year in college, including his senior year. So um, when I got a job here, he was definitely one of the guys I was really excited about. Like, 
you know, I get to be on his team because I remember him the year before grading him coming out. So um, I'm really proud of him. You know, something that Tony does that really goes probably unrecognized is he's a every down player for us on punt team as a wing and his ability to punt protect and also cover punts is, I mean, you can't put a, can't put a value on it because it's invaluable. So really proud of him and texted him last night. Just keep it going, you know, long way to go. And, um, you know, he's doing a good job. Brian netted a little over 50 yards per punt uh, on seven attempts. That's pretty, pretty unreal. Um, what, what did you make of first him yesterday, but then more broadly about the season thus far he's had? Yeah, I would attribute Brian's really great day. I'm glad you brought that up because I was really proud of Brian's day. Uh, I would attribute Brian's game yesterday to his Tuesday practice session we had with, with Jake, Coach Daniels, and, and Zerline. We went in the indoor just on our own for about 30 to 45 minutes, and Brian was the one who just brought up a couple of technical things he really wanted to focus on this game. And we, when we got done with our punt session, you could tell he was really excited. He's like, I kind of, I kind of found something here that I'm going to do in the game. And every, I mean, every punt he hit was right on the money and he banged it out that we had to go cover that two of them, I think, but his, um, his operation and his technique that he worked on on Tuesday carried over to the game. And I see him continuing to get better and better and better. And, um, he's been a good player for us. Would you be able to, without maybe getting into any specifics you would consider proprietary, what exactly Brian adjusted uh, there on Tuesday? Yeah, um, I'd probably stay away from the actual, what he dove into, but it was um, something that when he doesn't have his best hits, the bad hits happen, and when he has his good hits, this is kind of the reason why. And so we really just, he really focused on that one thing. He was the one that kind of felt it and discovered it on tape. Um, and I'd love to tell you, maybe in the, in the spring in a clinic or something like that. <laughs> but um, the professionals are pretty amazing. Just the smallest little details that they can say, you know what, I got to just tighten this up to give me a little bit better shot at a, a good ball. And, and he found it and he worked on it on Tuesday. You know, played a game on Sunday, had a big punt session on Tuesday and a, quite a few swings on Thursday. So um, hopefully he gets in the ice tub and he'll be ready to rally back. Anything else? Thank you, Coach. Thank, Thank you. you Coach. Thank you.